What exactly is advantage? Because now you have a system that is advantage and disadvantage, right? Yeah, so one of the things we're trying to do is uh, give that to you. get rid of the, the modifiers that you're applying on the fly at the table. Like, this is obviously still modifier, like bonuses, right? Your attack bonus, your strength, sure. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, but you're saying things like CA. Yeah, exactly. Then it's, instead of adding a number, you're, you, for, if you have advantage, you roll twice, take the highest result. So make, if you have attack Whoa. advantage. Whoa! Yep, and if you have disadvantage, you roll twice, take... Whoa! What? Okay. So, hold on, so, this was funny. So you asked, you asked this question thinking that you knew the answer, but I, and now you're going to crazy town. Well, <laughs> they changed that since that first Well, I imagine I it's all different than what you've seen. So you're saying, see, because that's, that's very table game type stuff. So if you so, have combat disadvantage, you roll twice and take the lowest yep. score? Oh, that's bold. That is but if fun. I'm like if I'm fighting a goblin and I'm up on the stairs and he's down a stair, I have advantage over him, right? So this is one of the things where the um DM. A, a lot of it's up to the DM. Yeah. Okay. There are certain like spells and abilities that will just say you get combat advantage in this situation. But yeah, a lot of it depends on, on the DM. So But it's not just combat advantage now, right? I mean it's a, the whole idea of advantage is his back against the wall. Is you know, are exactly. you Right. It's not just fighting. It also applies to skills uh, or any check. So if you're trying to, like, say, if you're going to bash down a door and you have a crowbar, you, the DM might give you advantage for that. The um, It's a little... I mean, we have to make sure it's it's defined pretty well because okay, some things will just give you, like, a plus five bonus, and then some things will give you advantage. But generally speaking, advantage applies if it's a modifier that applies only... Like, it's something that, in, say, fourth edition, like, a, a player might say, hey, you, you get plus two to that one check. We did that a lot, yeah. Yeah, so instead you're just getting advantage, so you don't have to, it doesn't stack, so you just get advantage or you don't. And, you know what, and the DC stays the same, the no matter what it is. You, there's no math hmm. at all, you just roll two dice. Exactly. Interesting. Hmm. So there's still bonuses, like you might have a feed or something like that that gives you a bonus, but that's all stuff you're doing when you're making your yeah, character away. That's very, that's wargaming stuff. You know what I mean? Like I like it. Yeah, so just and again, it's one of the things we're doing to, 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 to speed up play at the table. Oh, God, a disadvantage sounds like a real shit fest. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. What if you roll like a twenty and then a and then a one? You get fucked. Very sad. Unless you have advantage, then you're very happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you celebrate. Hmm. And one of the little things you notice too is, uh, what's I guess one little flourishes are like. But like a lot of times, if you've been playing fourth, like players will forget bo- um, bonuses or modifiers. Sure. So when All they say this is, oh man, forget. You understand? Hold on. No, Kiko would make these awesome labels, and honestly, I think it worked very well. I mean, eventually it got nuts, but. He essentially created a kind of UI that would just float on top of the game, literally with a bunch of stickers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we would have boss monsters that had seven or eight stickers, like plus two from this, minus yeah. two from that, like plus two from this, minus so two from that. We're trying to streamline all that stuff. Interesting. So, and again, one of the nice things, if you forget it, like let's say someone makes an attack and you gave advantage, if you got it, he just re-rolls. Right, so if you roll a miss, say, hey, we just get advantage. Ah, that's smooth, too. So that's one of the things we're trying to do again. Keep yeah, okay. Too. Like, no, you have advantage. Okay, but out. Yeah. Yeah. So Interesting. You don't have to remember what you rolled. You know, you even forget. Like, you can, someone else's turn to start. You can pick your dice up, and then you remember. So we try to keep it along the same line. So, you know, as far as the usability of it, it flows pretty well. So it's the idea that during the course of a battle, a, a player might say, do I have advantage in this situation, or can we agree that I have advantage here? Yeah, usually the way the way it's meant to work out is that the uh, if a player comes up with a good plan, or like let's say you know the example you had of like you know if I'm if you're above the goblin, right? Yeah, you, you reward them with yeah, advantage. Exactly. That's I climb up onto the table. Happens. Okay, roll. Well, oh, you have I advantage. See. So, but again, but this gets back to RP, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to have a card that says I get up on the table. Right. right. This is you trying to use your environment or trying to do something clever. And you don't have to say, okay, you use your minor action to get on the table. Exactly. You just, oh, yeah, you just, they just up there. It's part climb of up yeah. onto the table. Okay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, then, and then it's like, here's another dice for you to roll. And does, what, the, does the concept of difficult terrain still exist? Um, oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, um, 
moving through different things. We, uh, it has different amounts of movement it requires and things okay. like that. Yeah. And a lot of, like, you know, checks to, like, maybe you have to make a check to jump up on the table. Like, it's a lot, a lot of it kind of giving the DM the power to decide what kind of game they want to sure. play. Sure. So, like, so. but, like, hip deep mud. Oh, yeah, that's still, yeah. Now we're talking about disadvantage or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you might, yeah, exactly. Huh. The terrain effects and stuff, yeah. Interesting. I am intrigued by that. But here, listen, let's talk about Ben Win Bronze Bottom and his supposed expertise. I've got so many of them. <laughs> so, uh, You've got skills you haven't even used yet. They're all inert. They're just inert and waiting to come out. So expertise dice, that is our new fighter mechanic. So if you played 3rd edition, fighters just got bonus feats. And That's right. In 2nd edition, you had like... Tons of feats, and they had feats they could use the sliding scale to add damage and things like that. I mean, they had, they had ways of goofing around with their roles and yeah. stuff like that. And then in 4th edition, they're like Gandalf. Yeah. <laughs> you get your powers, right? Right. So one of the things we decided in the first draft of the game, we didn't... Fighters just got bonus... Like, fighters just got a bonus to attack and damage. And we, we sent it out to be play-tested, and everyone basically hated that. Like, 80% of people said this is like... <laughs> So we decided maybe we should go up with something a little bit better. I see. So your your thought was that's what they do. Yeah. Let's just reinforce that. But that just makes them feel dumb, right? Exactly. It's boring. You just every round you just die attack, die attack. Some people like that. A I lot, mean, a lot some of for some people that's boring. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's what that's what we wanted to do was create a new mechanic that if you don't want to feel you have to do a lot of management at the table, you can do that. If you want to have a lot of things to manage, a little few more options, you can also opt into that. So. Uh, uh, bleh, I am totally blanking. No, the uh, expertise, expertise dice. dice. Yeah, like, hey, come on, come back to us, like, Mike oh, Morales. What cleric? No, the uh, so expertise dice. Um, at first level, you get a you get a d4. I'd like it to be a d6, but right now it's a d4. I think it could be a d6 and not break anything. So you get this d6. Yeah. And as the basic fighter, if you hit someone, you get to roll that d6 as a bonus to your damage. Right. Pretty straightforward. D4. D4. What should be a D6? I'm going to say D6. <laughs> so this will be another thing I can go to the design and say, hey, I'm sorry in the podcast, guys. Come on. We can't. we got to go with these. Because D4, I've been rolling D4s in the playtest, and it's a pain. I see. So, so, so the same No way. one likes to roll D4s. No one no, wants No, it's so boring. You feel, like a, you feel like a bad you person. You feel like a pansy. Well, what's the that? most you can get? Four. Yeah. Exactly. And, and also, you, don't want, you never want to have this situation where it's like you make somebody take a feat to make it reasonable. Auto-include yeah. feat. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but basically what you're talking about, I mean, this, this is sort of like a rogue's Bonus damage on CA. Exactly. Except this, you're getting it all the time, right? You're, but, well, here's the thing. You get to choose to use it. Because if you, if you decide to not use it on your damage, you can use it to get DR against an attack. So basically, if someone hits you and you haven't used Whoa. that die yet, you get to roll it and reduce the damage by that much. So that's like the... Interesting. And that basically represents a parry. So yeah, of course it does. Or something like that. And as you gain levels, you get more and more of these dice. But what do you mean more? What do you mean like more, like a higher dice? Or do you mean like more... Literal dice. You get both. So you start off, you get 2d6, and then you can eventually get 2d8 and 3d8. So as a level 1 fighter, I have a, a, a damage die Yeah. that is what? Oh, it, it depends on the weapon, right? So let's weapon. say it's a d4. Yeah. Okay. okay. Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> you have a dagger. But in, D4s are what wizards roll. D, that's not... It won't, yeah. It'll never be a d4. Okay, let's say it's a d6. Yeah. Or a d8. Or a d8. D8. It's a d8 yeah, it's a for my sword. I get 2d6... Well, at first level, you get one, one D6. Okay, I get one D6, and I can either, I can hit a guy, I hit him, mm-hmm. I rolled my D6, I'm like, I want to add this extra D6 to that damage. Yep. Or I can hold it, and when he hits me back, I can roll it and reduce, does that raise my AC, or does that reduce damage? It's, it's, DR, it's, it's DR, DR, so it's, it's damage DR. reduction. Yeah, it reduces the damage. Yeah! Wow, on your turn, cool. On your turn, you, you get the dice back, so you have them every round. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to just play so straight, strong. <clears throat> you want to just be straightforward, you're just using them either you hit, so you roll them as extra damage, or you miss, so you hold them for your defense. 
And then if you want, you can take other special special abilities that let you do other things. So it's a resource at that point. Exactly. Do you make the player roll it when he rolls damage? Or can he roll damage and then be like, oh, I want to add my d6 to that? Uh, right now it's when, it's when you roll damage. So you have to make that decision. Yeah, exactly. Up front. Before the dice hit the table. Yeah. So, so give me an example of something I might use my expertise dice for. So as an example, actually, I'll pull these out of the five. Like granting a plus to a, a friend? Like, can I destabilize a target? Yeah, you could be more like a, a, like a little bit of a commander fighter. It kind of depends what we want to do with the warlord, because this mechanic might show up in another class, too. Yeah, yeah. The, um, but, like, so right now we have one you can use. You can spend, uh, spend your dice to, to knock someone over. So if you hit someone instead of doing extra damage, you can knock them prone. Um, you can also, if you're playing more like the, the uh, swashbuckler, you can spend your dice to shift to move around someone, so you can move without provoking. Oh man! Um, so you get all your fighter types cool. that you want yep. inside that system. Exactly. So some of the guys we have, we have here are like the different styles, and like a lot like we do with the specialties, you can build your own style. Like yeah, you but these are basically pre-packages. We have an archer, we have a brawler, we have the duelist, who's the swashbuckler. Uh, we have the, the Protector, who's basically a Defender-type guy. So what can, what can the Protector do with his dice? So Protector, um, you can... I'll read, I'm reading it right here, right? Please do. <laughs> you can spend your dice to reduce damage that your friends take. Yeah. Oh. So you have a, little, you have a few options. Oh, and so, man. Yeah. I am in so the, love So that, that guy would use his dice not on his turn? That's correct. That's yep. right. Okay. He, he's, he uses his to defend... On your turn. And then when he gets them back... On his turn. On his, on his turn. turn, yep. So what'll happen is, like, let's say, at first level, you only have one wow, guy. So if you have cool. one guy next to you, you get to protect him once. As you gain more dice, you can use those dice piecemeal. Like, let's say you're a six-level guy and you have three dice, and there's five orcs that attack your friend. You can spend you can, you can can spend your dice against th- three different attacks. You have three dice, so you can spend one against one attack, one against Speaking the next. Speaking of dice. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so the idea is to make it as complex as the player wants, because a lot of players will just roll those dice on damage, well, or sure. they'll save them, like, okay, I missed, mm-hmm. but now I just use these dice to... to to block damage to, to survive. Me. Yeah, exactly. I and, like that. And so, and and again, so where you've moved the design complexity is to the head end, where you're determining the type. In the same way that like the cleric is choosing a domain that has specific functions and determines things like armor class and at wills, you're moving what you can purchase in your personal dice economy yeah. with these top level. Exactly. So Binwin would exactly. Binwin would probably have them as damage, right? I, mean, I would think so. Because in a way, it lets you. You think of the forty <clears throat> rolls. Any like at least for the fighter now, a lot of the classes you can kind of pick. You can choose what role you want. Exactly, but but at the same time, right? So I mean, we we think that because he definitely likes to hit, but also before, it, as a fourth edition, um, you know, hitter person, he was marking people, and that was a way to to essentially functionally increase the armor class of his friends to protect us. Yeah, and so. I, I'm, I'm not sure that it is actually completely how, a done deal. Ben, well, here, here, why, don't, why don't you tell us about some of these other functions? Yeah. And, so, and, and, and you know what? What's it going to take to get yeah. you into a D&D Next Warrior today? You tell well, me. Yeah. I mean, I to get me into a warrior today, he's probably going to go back and talk to his manager like three times and do that BS thing. But my dad taught me how I'm ready to walk away. If I don't get the warrior that I want at the price do of Do all want. dads teach that? <laughs> yeah, they dad do. taught me the so same thing. Yeah. They do. Now, did your dad tell you the story where a guy walks in with cash, the box of cash, and goes, here's the cash, give it to me. Give me the car? Yeah. No. Like, if you walk in with the, if you have the cash, just, I'm buying the car. <laughs> you could go in, like, if it's a $15,000 car, you walk with 11 cash, you just go, hey, I've got 11 cash, do you want it or not? <laughs> I had a friend whose grandpa did that. Yeah. He walked in and he goes, we're not haggling. 
here it is, eleven a duffel bag. Here's eleven grand cash. <laughs> Do you want it? And the guy goes, eleven grand done. Then he walked out and he pulled a hammer out and he went bang and he dented it. And he goes, there. Now I won't be nervous about busting it on the way home. And got in the car and drove home. This is a great story. <laughs> you love old coot stories. Oh man, that story has got the coot factor. Mm. But anyway, coot mats. Let's get me into a warrior today. All right. What are the types of warriors? What are the types of warriors you've got laid so out here? Here's what we have. Oh, so and here's what I can do. Right. I have what I have. The off the shelf factory things. Sure, sure. <laughs> for you. What's on the sticker? You, I've got my spreadsheet, so if we have to go and start doing some design, we can do that. Okay. We've got an archer, which I don't think would fit no, your character. No, no. We have a brawler, who's a little bit like a, he like pushes people around, knocks them down, grabs onto them. Mm-hmm. Kind of okay, so so he's, he's putting dice into knockdowns and yeah. grabs. A little more like kind of control the reish. There we go. Uh, we've got the duelist, which is like the swashbuckler. No. Thing. Yeah, that's not Vinwin. Okay, now we have protector, though, which might be something that kind of speaks to your character, because that's like how benevolent... Benwin's feeling, is he here to actually take hits to the rest of the team? Um, it's what I'm supposed to do. It yeah. was what I was hired to do. I kind of get the sense <laughs> it might not be what you want. Yeah. I've never done it. <laughs> so what we have then, maybe, and this is this is my final thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't normally show this to people who just come in off the street. Sure, I, I understand. We've got this thing. We've got the Slayer. I've made awesome. your company a lot of money. It's, uh, the Slayer. The Slayer. It's I'm telling liking more. this. The Slayer is all about you, right? As a Slayer, it's oh, all about killing stuff. Yeah. Right? You're just saying, I don't really care what the party's doing. Here's me. Here's my weapon. Here's a guy I want to kill, and I'm going to kill him. And so you get things like, you know, maybe if you missed an attack, but you rolled kind of a nice number, you kind of feel cheated, like you should have maybe had a better attack, Ooh. you can just go ahead and roll your expertise dice and do damage on those. So you kind of get more hits. Oh, in. so you get better minimum damage. Exactly, yeah. Or, or you get minimum damage on attacks you don't hit with. Yeah, as long, now right now it's like it's just if you just flat out miss, but what, what the mechanic's probably going to change be like you have to roll like a five or higher or some number or higher. So if you don't critically roll. miss. Yeah, exactly, something like that. Hmm. So basically you can still put some roll. dice on something. That's pretty interesting. I like it. Now, yeah. now, does it, now would that damage, this damage we're getting from dropping the dice... Is that going to be buffed by his strength? No, it wouldn't. So that, that is the important thing to consider is when you're rolling mm. these dice, you only get the dice, mm. you don't get the any modifiers, because it would just be a little unbalanced. Cause then the oh, yeah, it would be a mess. I was hoping it would, would be unbalanced, and that would be great, because he's going to be in my party. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is interesting. So you can always, you're always getting something. Now, can these... Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Now, can these warriors also do it also use them for the traditional purpose of just getting yep. extra damage on an attack. Exactly. So these are all extra things that exactly. they can do. Yep. The gotcha. damage and absorbing damage, it's always, all fighters get that. Oh, okay. So so that's not something specifically kitted. Exactly. Ah. That's kind of like the onboard option. Right? There we go. Like, like power steering. Exactly. And then you get a cleave, which you've played third edition. You should oh, yeah. Have. So you can cleave people at third level. So if you drop someone, you get to make another attack. Uh, I like that. You get mm-hmm. a thing called Repost, which basically it's kind of like a better version of the damage reduction. If someone attacks you and misses you, you can spend three dice to make an attack back, back at them. A full attack. Uh, oh, full attack. that's pretty cool. So, and, and you're just rolling damage. Um, for, for, and for, oh, for the... For the repose? Oh, no, you, you still have to roll, oh, you roll, roll the attack. But then if you roll your attack and miss, you can use your glancing blow feature if you still have some dice left over. Okay. But you have to spend three dice, though, to get the repose. So the repose is a big, yeah. a big okay. spend. Yeah. And then, and then there's Whirlwind, which lets you attack... Um, if you hit a guy, you could spend your dice to attack other guys. So if you're surrounded by orcs, and this is your ninth level ability, you could hit a guy. use that when I play with Faye. So can I ask you about the repost? So these are my three dice. This is my D20. Sure. I get missed. Yeah. So the guy misses me. I, I, I want to hit him back. Yep. 
I spent all three. three of my dice. Yeah, so those, you don't roll those, they're just gone, and now you go ahead and roll a regular Those are your expertise. To see if I hit? Yeah, exactly. And then I deal damage. Yeah, just regular damage. But I don't have any more expertise dice to add Assuming damage. Assuming you only had three to begin with. Now, obviously, yeah, when you're higher level, yeah, you yeah, may yeah. have an extra dice you can use in the traditional way. Yeah, okay. And when you're tenth, um, where it's been when it is, you'll get 4d12 as your bonus. 4d12? So basically, hell? this is us making wow. fighters as badass as wizards. Exactly, but not making them badass in the wizard way. Exactly. So if he hits somebody like a ton and of really bricks. wants to kill them, he could be like, I'm going to roll four more d12, and that's going to be straight damage? Yep. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 stop. You're saying that I can roll all of these dice on one attack? Yes. What the fuck? Well, think about it, guys. Honestly, because the the reason why I like this, holy shit, is that D and D is always reduced whether you kill a person to a number of hit points, right? Like you're just hacking away at this guy. Where in real life, if you have a sword and you put it in the right place, the guy's no, 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 die. no. This is what this is is Conan shit. Yeah, this is that forty twelve is like a decapitation. That's what I'm saying. You do not fuck around with this yeah. fucking necromancer. No, <laughs> you, you bring the axe. The neck. Yeah. You bring the axe down yeah. on the necromancer. So to give you guys some uh, a way to compare this, so at tenth level, the tenth level mook guy, the kind of typical guy, and I'm not sure what kind of creature that would be. They a, have mook, about, a, a mookling. Yeah, they have about 31, 32 hit points. So you could now, but generally, if you're playing in a regular campaign, you'd be fighting more <clears> probably <throat> more like like level five mooks at that level because usually the higher level guys are elites more yeah. powerful. But even then, so basically the fighter, if he's fighting a guy who isn't like a, a minotaur or something like that, you can just chop him down and end with one. But then, but then again, what are my hit points at that level? Yeah, and your hit points are going to be, let's see. I'm at 10th level, I'm they're going to be good. I'm as easy to kill, right? You have, oh, I think. But your hit dice are probably 12s, right? Yeah, his, his hit dice, well, it's a dwarf. They could be d12s, depending on what kind of dwarf you're playing. But you're going to have What about, kind of a dwarf I'm playing? Yeah, there's different things you get to choose. You're going to have about 75 hit points or so. It's pretty high. That's tough. So as a DM, do my monsters have... like you, As a DM in 4th edition, I had monsters that were basically the same roles as my players. I had controllers and I had, you know... Am I going to have a monster that's a fighter that has expertise <laughs> dice? So one of the things we want to do is keep the, mo- the base mechanics for monsters fairly simple. Okay. If there is a fighter, it'd probably be more like an NPC, like the main villain... Yeah. If you were fighting like uh, like train guards, they're probably going to have um, effects that are a little simpler. Like they might, they might just be a flat bonus rather than okay. a little extra dice and things like that. But like a boss, like a main character, he might have expertise yeah, dice, and exactly. I'd be spending them just like the you know, players. In, in yep. the same way, in the same way, like when we make when we make a, a real NPC so I can roll forty twelve against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. But again, right? So so obviously everybody else is monsters. Like mechanically speaking, they're monsters. But when you make that nemesis. You know, that's almost always a character. Yeah. Wow. And, and that's yeah. something we're kind of carrying through, because what we want to be able to do for DMs is, you know, we've talked about, like, the different fighting styles, is make some really super simple, super simple ones DMs can use. You don't have to track as much unless you want to. But it's like, I'm, I'm still thinking about this villain, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, the sword is just clanging off. Like, this is, like, a very cinematic moment. when He's, he's banging them to repost. Or he, he's, 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 just, he's just knocking them off until he's ready to do, and ready, until he's ready to spend dice. And drop a PC. I like that. Yeah. Oh. So, obviously, that's great for him. Yeah. Am I as cool? Love it. <laughs> like, no. No. The wizard so, doesn't have expertise dice? There, there, so there is a little bit of a hitch here. So you notice how he said it's to make the warrior as powerful as a wizard. Yeah, exactly. 
So the one thing with the wizard is basically um, the wizard's going to look a little different since you're coming from fourth. It looks a little bit more like the third edition wizard, and you have your your. Daily I don't know spells. what that wizard is. So basically, what you have for, as a wizard is you have your your at will spells. Okay. So things like magic missile. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you still retain some of those things. Exactly. So I have a spell. I can do something. Whatever I want. Exactly. Magic missile. Yep. Pew, pew. And I think you have three of those to start with. You get to pick. Okay. And then your spells, you may have, say, you'll have three daily spells at first level. And those would be things like sleep or burning hands that are more powerful, obviously more powerful than your at-wills. Yeah. But still low level. Yeah, exactly. And then as you gain levels, you'll, you'll get more spells. Um, you don't actually get more at-wills. Like, you could choose to take feats to get more of them if you want. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you go from three spells to four. Then you start getting second level spells, third level spells. So those are basically higher spell levels. The one thing that I'm a little disappointed right now with is we are also adding uh, magical traditions to the wizard class. Okay, so this is this is their domain equivalent. Exactly. Those have haven't been haven't been designed yet though. So that's one of the things oh, okay. where because cool. we basically tackled the fighter and now we're going to tackle the wizard. I see. So this is like thaumaturgy. Yeah. Uh, wild magic. Uh, War magic. Oh, I see. So you'll build those like in. They're not going to be full classes. Exactly. Be You're going to build that into the head. You'll be a exactly. wizard who specializes in elemental magic. Exactly. Or, okay. Nice. Yeah. And, and that'll give you some more kind of like... With or the, with illusion. Exactly. So we can give you a couple of class features. You might get some different at-will abilities, and it'll modify your spells. Hmm. That sounds really... That, that would have been a very cool conversation, Mike Merles. So, yeah, yeah. And it's just... We, it just we're kind of... You're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there, right? We have the cleric and the rogue kind of basically solved, and the, fi- the fighter we spent a while getting on. Man, the fighter is super. I'm totally sold on that. But here, 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 here. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about this wizard. It sounds like he doesn't have the wizard ready. Oh, I have. I have some stuff here. Oh, um, but basically, it's not going to be. I mean, the one trick with the wizard right now is there aren't 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 too many choices beyond your spells. I see. And what what we want to make sure is that if you look through the spells you're using, like what's one one of your favorite spells right now? Magic missile. Yeah. Okay, that's in the game, right? So a lot of that stuff converting would just be. Yeah, the old spell. Here's the new version of it. Let, let, let's give. So, so it sounds like wizard is on the is on the periphery of what we're talking about here. But you see, you seem to imply that you had rogues solved. Oh, kind of. <laughs> I want you to tell me about what that means. So one of the things we did when we looked at rogues, and actually I'm probably overstating that a little bit because sneak attack is still kind of not it's malfunctioning a little bit. <laughs> I didn't open rogue because we don't. Eh, sorry, one sec. I'm not going to suddenly go and I, I just opened up my web browser. Here we go, rogue. So uh, rogues get a couple things. One of the things we decided with rogues very early on was we wanted rogues to be the absolute best class with skills in the game. Like, just say, if you want to be awesome at skills and awesome at doing, like, different creative stuff, play a rogue, because rogues are just the best at it. So rogues, to start with, get they get sneak attack. Right now, it's, um, like, you have to spend a turn hiding, and then you can pop out and, and get your bonus damage. Like, we're back kinda, in the day. Yeah, we're kind of thinking maybe we should just give it to you, like, maybe give you, like, a, a lesser version you can get every round, then give you a backstab, where, like, you can yeah. do some setup. When it comes to skills, though, so rogues get three extra skills. So everyone else Whoa. gets three skills, they get six. And when a rogue makes a skill check, he gets two things. First... I, like an advantage? Uh, no, he actually gets some um, when you when, <laughs> for your die roll. If your die roll is a minimum of ten. Yeah. So if you roll less than a ten, it's always at least a ten. So basically you always get to take ten. Oh, nice. And then if the ability score the DM calls for, um, you can choose to replace the modifier with a plus three bonus. So basically if you're looking huh. for traps, even though it's normally wisdom, if you're playing an eight wisdom rogue... You're still instead of being minus one on your check, you're at plus three because you're just you're good you enough. Do, with your this skills. is what you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So even though you might not have a natural talent for it, you still have a pretty good aptitude. Yeah, if you have an eighteen, then you can use your eighteen, your plus four instead of plus three. So that's kind of like interesting basic functionality. Yeah. The um and the nice thing and what I've liked in play is it means rogues are really good at being um say scouts because you know you're always going to roll at least a ten. Most monsters aren't very observant like orcs have like an eight wisdom stuff like yeah. that. 
So if you have an 18 dex and you're trained, you know that you're the minimum you're going to roll is a 17. So you can be pretty confident if you decide to go scout ahead that unless you come across something that's really good, like it's a good sentinel yeah, type creature. They have a floor there. Exactly. They don't get those so the, critical failures. Yep. The role of the rogue in D&D Next is more of a sneaky guy, you know, as opposed to kind of a rough-and-tumble fighter scoundrel guy. Yeah, it's, well, this is where then we, we talk about the rogue's unique ability. Uh, each rogue gets a scheme. So the schemes kind of sp- speak to that. So you can choose to be a thief. You can choose to be a thug. And that basically ties into how you get your sneak attack damage. That's cool. And then it gives you some, some special other benefits. The, um, so, for example, if you're playing a, a thief, that's your scheme, uh, you get night vision. You can see in the dark because ah, you're just good at skulking cool. around. Um, you can sneak much easier. So a, um, normally to hide, you have to have like either something blocking you from view or it has to be really dark. The thief can hide even if there's just shadows. So it might be like an alleyway, which is kind of okay. You know, the lighting's not that high, but not that great. And the, the thief could hide there, but the thug couldn't. But the thug is better at just straight-up fighting people. Sure, sure. Yeah. Give me an example That's of how cool. he's better at straight-up fighting. So the thug... Let me look at it here. I'll check. But, he's, a, uh, he's a dirty fighter. Yeah, exactly. So the, the key thing with the thug is right now... And this, and this is probably going to change a little bit. Yeah. But the thief has to hide to get um, sneak attacks. Exactly. Like ambusher. The thug gets uh, his, uh, his bonus damage as long as there's someone else engaging his target. Because basically he's a dirty fighter. So someone's distracted, you come see. in and stab in the back. So basically it's that old back. CA equivalent. Exactly. But now you have this person who is built to deal extra damage when they're fighting with their friend. Exactly. And that's more like you know, the warrior rogue, mm-hmm. so, as opposed to the sneaky scout guy. And then, the, so another one we have is the, the charlatan, and this guy is based on kind of like the first edition version of the thief, where he could use magic items and stuff. That's oh, cool. Right. So, yeah. I remember that. So the charlatan kind of dabbles in magic. He can't cast spells, but he can like try to use scrolls, try to use magic items, oh, and stuff like that. That's cool. That's a weird one. Yeah, it's kind of going back. We kind of went back to the old mechanics to try to yeah. pick stuff up. So if you're playing a first edition thief, you could this might be how you might convert him. That's pretty awesome. Weird. Man, anytime you bring in that first edition stuff, I get <laughs> well, it's just, it was just so it was so scary, odd. And cool, and yeah, weird. it was yeah, so it was weird. weird. Yeah, that's that, that's the main thing about the other that the old stuff is the weirdness.